Greetings out there, Bobcat fans, and welcome into the first ever episode of a brand new project that we've got going on here at Frostburg State Athletics. This is the podcast, and we'll have an episode for you every week, wherever you get your podcast from, on Spotify, Apple Music, and anything else out there. We'll have it uploaded to you, and you'll be able to enjoy Frostburg State content all the way up till the fall sports kickoff season with plenty of great interviews, meeting some of the staff, and all other sorts of great things that we can think of to bring to you week in and week out. Obviously, you might not know me. You might, you might not, not sure, but my name is Colin Kirkwood. I am the broadcaster here on the Bobcat Sports Network as well as over on the radio side of things as well on 99.5 DZN Cumberland. Spend a lot of time on the road following football and basketball here at Frostburg State University and alongside of me in this one. And throughout the entirety of this, hopefully, it's going to be a great person, great personality here at Frostburg State Athletics. It is Ben Crowder. Thanks, Colin. Ben Crowder here. I am the Assistant Athletic Director for Athletic Communications and Equipment Services. A lot of words. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty long title. Normally have to uh, remind everybody what it actually is. I've uh, been here at Frostburg oh, since like 2006, came as a student, athlete, played football, GA'd, interned, uh, took over the equipment room and found myself in the athletic communications office a couple years ago and just glad to be here. And it obviously probably wasn't easy, probably coming from a background where you weren't necessarily used to the kind of athletic communications work that goes into this kind of thing. So it was probably a lot to be thrown on you, but I think you handled it pretty well, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely uh, jumped right into it. I've never had really any experience other than uh, what I saw going on here at Frostburg while working. But um, it definitely keeps me uh, on my toes and entertained. And uh, there's not much I'd rather be doing here at Frostburg currently. So I'm yeah, we'll stick with it and see see how it goes. And for those of you who aren't familiar, my background comes from California University of Pennsylvania. Spent four and a half years there doing pretty much the same role that I have now here at Frostburg State. I was traveling with football as well as men's and women's basketball at home, on the road. Saw a lot of the state of Pennsylvania and all sorts of different places around there. Went from western Pennsylvania up to places all the way such as New Hampshire, Massachusetts, all the way down to Virginia, and probably going to set a new mark here later on for the Frostburg State football season, making a trip down to North Carolina for the first time ever for work. Really seen a lot of different places, done a lot of different things, over 100-plus games under my belt so far at the Division II level, and it was nice to be able to come here and meet a new program and just meet all the great people that go into this. But without further ado here, there's plenty of stuff to talk about here. I know it is June, and obviously it's a pretty dead time here on campus, but there's a lot of things going on right now. Now, I mean, a lot of people are getting new hires, a lot of new coaches coming through the doors, a lot of exciting things going on. Yeah, I mean, for a, for a slow time, you know, in college athletics, we've we've had a few things going on, a lot of uh, new hires, probably the more notable, and in, this isn't, you know, brand new news, but, you know, still new to Frostburg, uh, we brought in a new women's basketball coach, Jenna Eckleberry, lured in from regional D2 Shepherd University, fresh off of a NCAA appearance. Really excited about that. Yeah, you take a look at her and just looking at her resume and whatnot. I mean, obviously last season was probably one of the best that the program has had all time. 25 and 8 last season. We actually saw them 
Here at the beginning for the Jim Crawley Conference Challenge, Shepard came to play Frostburg State in a game that they won 72-60, to but that's beside the point. But you take a look here at across their schedule. I mean, they went deep into the PSAC tournament, made it to the Final Four, ended up losing to Cal U of PA in the Final Four in their first game there that weekend, but came out strong right after that. Of course, they made the tournament. Their first-round opponent was Gannon, who won the PSAC tournament, and they knocked them off in double overtime. Gave a pretty close game to Glenville State, the eventual national champion at that point, 82-70, to but 25 and 8, a great record to build off of. And you look across the entire results, I mean, you see a lot of great work on the resume here for Eckleberry and a couple of tournament appearances for Shepard, a couple of 20 win seasons as well. So hopefully this will be the right hire to change the culture and get things moving here for Frostburg State women's basketball. Yeah, I mean, we're no strangers to uh, Glenville State who uh, knocked them out of the tournament and they probably played them as close as anybody in the tournament before they went on to win NCAA Division II national title. But it's really exciting. We've seen her moving in this past week, getting her office set up and whatnot. She's really a joy to talk to, and I'm sure we'll have her on a future episode of this podcast here, and it'll be exciting to hear from her and hear all her different experiences as she makes her way to Western Maryland. Definitely. Talked to her, actually, when I was walking down here to do this, and she was she perked up like, if you ever need a guest, let me know. And I said, well, you might have just signed up for next week, so we'll see if we can, <laughs> we can set that one up. Um, it'll be interesting to, you know, see how her experience in the region, and also, you know, she's recently out of the MEC, you know, previously at Fairmont State, so was an assistant there and I think finished up her college career there as well. Great player for them and had a lot of success, so it'll be interesting to get some of her insights on the conference and the region further down the line. It's hard to believe we're not that far away from basketball season. doesn't feel like it, but still, I mean, it'll be here before you know it. It's going to move pretty quickly. Yeah, we (laughs) turned around the other day and I, you know, I was like, well, we're just starting summer, but actually we're not that far out from fall camps. Yeah, once that August 1st mark hits, flip the calendar over, we're starting again. August, that first week in August will be here before we know it. That's not only the only hire going on right now. The swimming program has made a choice for their new leader of the program, and it's going to be Matt Brinton. Yes, that's uh, we just announced that yesterday. Matt Brinton out of King in Tennessee. Is that King University, I think? Um, King University, home of the Tornadoes. Previously a swimmer uh, out of Towson. But you take a look here at all the different accolades and whatnot. He was able to get King before he left there. I mean, you look at this. There's a Conference Carolina's individual champion, 10 all-conference Carolina swimmers, Conference Carolina Scholar Athlete of the Year, a couple of more academic awards and whatnot, a CS CAA Scholar All-America Team Award, just being able to really bring the program forward. I mean, those accolades in terms of people who might not be familiar with swimming and whatnot, those individual awards are pretty big. No, that's a, that's a big deal. And you you add that in with the success that our swim programs just came off of this year. You know, the women won the MEC and then the men were third in the conference and it was a pretty tight, tight race. We had both freshmen swimmers of the year on the men's and women's side and you know I couldn't even tell you off the top of my head how many team records and individual marks that we set this year but I know it was impressive and you know the combination of the two are something to look forward to in the future. And then in addition to that he also made a stop at Division Three Emory and Henry and one of the notable things that he had there as an assistant coach before making his way here he had one of the largest if not the largest recruiting class in the history of the school so it's going to be somebody who knows how to bring in student athletes as well as getting them to perform. Yeah definitely excited about that I don't know if you have any experience with Emory and Henry or, or where it is it's kind of on the western side of Virginia so. If- I mean you're the Virginia 
being the expert here. <laughs> I don't know about an expert, but I'll, I'll try and be. You have to be encouraged that if he was able to recruit successfully to a smaller college kind of in the middle of nowhere, no offense to Emory and Henry. Just not really one of those things you circle on the map as a marquee destination, I guess the best way to put that. That's what I'd go with. You know, moving into Maryland and being in a region that has access to areas that are, you know, that do have swimming, high-end swimming or recruitable I mean, swimming areas. a great natatorium here, so it's definitely going to be a great facility for him to work with. Definitely opportunity to continue to grow on what we've developed here in the swim program over the past several years. Well, I'm sure we'll have him on a future episode as well here when we have different people making their way in and out. I'm sure we talked about it a little bit before we started recording here. Studio assistant Matt McIntyre might be making an appearance at some point on this podcast as well. I'm sure you've got plenty of great tales to share about him as well. I mean, you share the same office pretty much. Well, I mean, probably the busiest place in the whole building would be the equipment room. Yeah, it sounds about right. I mean, nothing gets by us in the equipment room, and there's, you know, if you actually want to know what's going on, we are the heartbeat of (laughs) Frostburg (laughs) Athletics, let's be honest. But in addition to the swimming coach, of course, there's also more things going on. The track over at Bobcat Stadium getting renovated here, and I mean, I'm sure that's going to lead to potentially a track event being held here at some point, which I'm sure would be a breath of fresh air for the Mountain East Conference. A lot of times, you'll see that championship being held at Glenville State. Yeah, I think we've been at Glenville at least the past two years since I've been involved, and I think we'd we'd love to get that on campus, and we'd love to host, you know, a track event here you know in the regular season and you know the the main portion of the track project is we're re-encapsulating the track or resurfacing the track actually stopped down there today nice fresh new coat of red paint or surface it's not paint surface is down and it's looking good um they continue to work on it and when the weather you know holds up and pretty rainy yeah last last couple days haven't been great but i think it's supposed to be pretty nice moving forward and hopefully we continue to see some of those improvements coming in and it'll be a top-notch facility it's something that we've continued to improve on since i've been here at frostburg just like that they're also working on improving the swim locker rooms as well that's been a fun little project to keep track of yeah so currently if you use the uh, pool with frostburg those swimming locker rooms are closed but we are gonna change it home changing the car (laughs) we have some additional locker rooms across the hall that, that people are using but it is nice we finally are able to we had a general locker room for each program that they shared with activities for life and and the public and we're actually able to uh upgrade those and section them off and they'll be coming into their own locker rooms men's and women's new lockers and everything like that so that's something to keep an eye on on I, I will continue to put those updates on social media and it'll be fun to track the progress once that's finally done and get those before and after pictures they're always so satisfying oh yeah great timeline stuff i'm sure that'll be an instagram post that i'll have to ask you how to help me do <laughs> um, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on and it, it's something for the uh swimmers the new and current roster to uh look forward to when they get here but in addition to all the frostburg news and i'm sure we'll have a lot more once we get around that july late july beginning of august portion we'll have a lot of different things going on to talk about once the athletes make their way back on campus we'll have a lot of personal stuff as well that we talked about adding just to give this a little bit of a personal touch i mean obviously originally when we kicked around the idea to start this we were thinking about naming it coffee with crowder and then i was just going to be like an asterisk at the bottom also 
also Colin too. But you know, we thought about that. You know, coffee reviews and whatnot. But I mean, I'm sure we'll have plenty of great stuff that we can add just to keep it light, entertaining. I mean, I'm a pretty big movie buff. For those of you who might not be aware of that, I check out a lot of movies, and at least I was thinking about going to see a new movie later on today. Not sure what I'm going to do about that, but who knows? Movie reviews, coffee reviews. I'm thinking about a lot of Mount Rushmores, some snake drafts, when we get more people involved here. A lot of different ideas. Yeah, I think uh, you know any anything that we can bring into livening up, maybe a little student athlete interactment or fan interactment or staff. I'm always up for uh, a little bit of coffee. I'm sure there'll be plenty of coffee during We're gonna these podcast. Yeah. yeah, I mean, get you through the day. Let's be honest. But I thought about at least today. I mean, you're speaking of coffee here. Why not do a Mount Rushmore? And if you're not familiar of how those work, it's obviously based off, you know, the sculpture in the United States with four presidents on it. And basically what you have to do is whatever topic we're talking about at the time, you take four things that we're talking about to make a Mount Rushmore, you could say, out of that. I mean, why not go with coffee places since we're talking about it? Yeah, I mean, it's tough, tough choices, maybe. I mean, for me, it's pretty, let's let's start off. I mean, I, I would probably put Duncan at the top. Oh, I mean, okay. You know, recently to Lavelle, uh, we got a new Duncan, so that's... It's been that's, great. I've enjoyed it a big, lot. Big been news. there a ton. <laughs> big news for the Western Maryland folks, but that's definitely leading the way for me. Probably, I'm going to guess my uh, number two choice would be, close to your heart, maybe Tim Hortons. Yeah, you're definitely talking in the right place now. You know, it's a little maybe out of our region here in Maryland. Um, yeah, you know, surprisingly not. If you take like maybe a 20, 25-minute drive towards West Virginia, there's at least four of them. I mean, I make it a point anytime I go out towards any sort of road game that we have in, you know, the Wheeling area, the Morgantown area, got to stop. Always have to stop. Sounds like we might have just found afternoon plans. <laughs> uh, after that... Uh, hard to say. Probably currently I'm on a pretty big sheets kick. Probably starts my day every morning. Um, and I mean, you can't go wrong. Little sheets original blend. I mean, it's it's just as good as it gets right there. And we'll we'll put Starbucks in a a pretty far fourth. We have one on campus. I I, I no, hit it, it up anytime I. Doesn't seem like it's for me. Yeah, uh, Seattle coffee a little maybe a little bitter maybe just a little but. Sometimes it does the job. I mean, like, I like to go there, especially when the holidays get around here. I mean, they've got great holiday coffee, but, I mean, normally I don't really put a whole lot into my coffee. It's normally black coffee, maybe, you know, some ice in it, depending on if it's the summer. But, you know, holiday, you have to go there. The peppermint mocha, I mean, you can't go wrong. We know you like a little pumpkin spice. Well, that too, yeah. I mean, that's... (laughs) <laughs> Let's be honest. Once we get to that point, I mean, you'll see probably me have at least two to three of those a week. Why not? I mean, who doesn't like pumpkin? I mean, I see Matt looking at me right now. He's confused. I guess he doesn't like pumpkin a whole lot, but I mean, we'll get you to like it. At least we'll try it at some point. But I mean, if I had to go and pick on my own terms, I'd probably think, obviously, you know, you hit the nail on the head. You have to start with Tim Hortons, Canada's favorite coffee. I mean, it's not Canada, but you know, I still like it a lot. It's great. I mean, they got great stuff. They got great donuts. They got great sandwiches. And like I said, I make it a point anytime we're headed to Wheeling, there's one directly in Wheeling I found probably like a block away from where Wheeling is. Had no idea. I pulled into a sheet. I was like, man, I really wish I could have a Tim Hortons because we made like two trips in a row down towards Fairmont and whatnot. And I'm used to stopping there. And then I looked over literally across the street from where I was parked. There's the sign for it. And I was like, wow, would you look at that? I can't get any luck here. No, I know, I know what you mean. Uh, I know there's one in Morgantown. Both my kids were born there. Their, my trips to the hospital there might have actually been sponsored by Tim Hortons. Let's Why be, not? Let's be honest. Once once I gave it that first try, I, I didn't go past it too many times without filling up. I used to walk out of there. I'd have like a bag with like two giant drums of coffee every time we would stop there. You always got to stock up. I guess I had to pick for a number two. This is where it gets a little difficult because I thought about it a lot. I guess you have to go with Duncan for number two because it's local. I mean, they've got some good stuff. Everybody likes a strawberry frosted donut now and then, I guess, if you want to add it towards your cup of coffee. Why not? But number three, I guess, 
this is where it gets difficult for me, at least when I think about it. I mean, the fourth one that I have, I'm going to just throw it out there now. Krispy Kreme. Oh, good pick. Didn't even think about that. Totally left them off the list. They're good. I mean, they've got some great coffee. Not a lot of people think about it because, you know, you go there, you get your box of glazed donuts, and then you go on your way. But, I mean, I like it a lot. I mean, if the hot donut sign's on, I mean. You got to stop. <laughs> it's it's criminal if you don't stop. And I guess in terms of the third one, I mean, I'm not really a huge fan of regular Starbucks. Just not really me. I guess real tough one. How about out of the blue, we'll go with Folgers just for fun because, you know, everybody has probably some kind of like bin of Folgers in their house or something, you know, when you have like your buddies over and they want coffee and then you don't want to drive to Dunkin'. You know, we got this box of Folgers in the back of the pantry, I guess. I mean, I'm used to that. That was the coffee that sponsored college for the most of the time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've been on the Folgers uh, budget before. If if I, if I could take the time in the morning and I wake up five minutes earlier, I probably would uh, drink a lot more Folgers. Maybe uh, <laughs> I, in that one, if we're going out of the bag, probably Pete's coffee. Maybe uh, I think that's what my wife drinks a lot. So maybe that maybe that's how that would be brought to you. You know, coffee's brought to you by what Ben's wife actually picked up at the store. That'd be my favorite one of the week. You know, at some point, we'll have to see if we can go downtown in Frostburg, maybe try out one of the local places. I've heard a lot about, I, f- I forget what it's called, but I've had a lot of people tell me about going to check it out. I know Logan Logan Walsh has told me to check it out, and a couple other people have told me to stop down there. Ruben also mentioned it, too. Yeah, Clatter, Clatter yeah, Coffee. It. I don't know if that's exactly the name of it, but uh, it's relatively new. I'm maybe four or five years old here in Frostburg. Seems to be a pretty popular spot. Might have to check that out. Yeah, I've, I've been a few times. Uh had, they have some different o- options, maybe a little fancier, a pour-over or a French press. Ooh, or, okay. Yeah, something you'd probably have to explain to me, but it's definitely, still okay. definitely would be a good option. But, I mean, on this shorter episode, I mean, we're just about ready to wrap things up here. Any final thoughts here before we close out on this first episode, just trying to get people, you know, introduced to the show and whatnot and how it's going to be? No, just excited to try something new. Um, I think it's a good way to keep people, you know, informed on the, the things we have going on. Maybe get a little look into some areas that you haven't normally seen. And we'll try to keep the uh, content pretty fresh. And you know, looking at at least once some, a week, maybe yeah, more. Who knows? Definitely, I think that's a good idea. And we'll, and we'll try to do some things that you know are outside of our normal press releases and highlight videos and things like that. So we'll we'll keep some some room open for you know anything anybody wants to see maybe some fan requests or uh, equipment room requests we'll see yeah why not but thanks for joining us here make sure you come back for the next new episode should see it around the middle of the week maybe towards the end of the week next week i've been colin kirkwood alongside ben crowder can't wait to see you for the next one